fight! Welcome to New Game Plus. We are a retro gaming podcast where three guys spend seven days playing one old game and then we talk about it. My name is Dustin. My name is Kenny. My name is Nolan. And this is episode 72, and today we have a very special guest that is joining us to talk about the retro game Athena. But before we talk, before we talk, we're already laughing. Before we talk about, before we talk about the game, we'd love to introduce you viewers to our new friend and our special guest, Brosentia. Hey, hey, hello everybody. Yeah, I'm Brosentia. Would you mind introducing yourself? Tell them just a little bit about you. I mean, I uh, guess. Your connection to games. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm Brosentia. Biggest thing with the gaming community is uh, I've been doing speedruns since... uh, When was it? It was from the first SGDQ, about 2011. Uh, I was living in my sister's house because I was a poor college graduate. And yeah, yeah, and then she's like, we're having a marathon here. And... I'm like, oh, okay. She's like, do you want to play games? And I was like, sure. And then it, they, they just sort of wrap me up, you know? And yeah. Uh, yeah. So first I started out pretty much with normal games, but shortly after we had this bad game exchange, uh, I gave someone the gift of the Wizard of Oz, good old Dragon Dark, and he gave me Athena. And we had to learn how to speed run these games. So yeah, that uh, you know Athena's coming up. That's sort of my experience with it. Uh, personally, I also do a comedy improv. I had a show last night. Uh, it, it was tons of fun. I do uh, speed runs. I do uh, bad game streams all the time. So that's more or less who I am. I love it. Awesome. I, that's a wide array of things that you do. Oh um, yeah. I hope that we see all of that today as a part of this podcast, though. <laughs> Some improv. <laughs> yeah, we're going to put you on the spot and make sure that you're funny. Oh, uh, please. Or, no, or else. You, no, no, no. One person <laughs> improv is terrible. Terrible. Bad idea, Kenny. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll, stick, we'll stick to the game. All right. So, Mr. Mister Cynthia, I, uh, I may or may not have prepared a series of rapid-fire questions to ask you. All right. Uh, they, are, they are invasive, they are probing, and they are relatively unrelated to... Uh, both one another and to this podcast. Are okay. you down for the challenge? I mean, I can Sounds deal good. with it, I guess. All right. Let's move as quick as possible. Pick one. Imgur or Reddit? Uh, I always call it Imgur, but it's thank Imgur. You. But yes, mm-hmm. I would choose that. Okay, double thank you. We have this <laughs> argument all the time. Chocobos or Moogles? Oh, geez. Uh, Chocobos are cooler. Moogles got really awkward in the later games. <laughs> when you were a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, a computer programmer, but instead I went into English, so I don't yeah. know. <laughs> what was the best show on Nickelodeon? Oh, jeez. It has to be Doug. Doug. Like, That's that, funny. The sweater vest was just great. In the past two weeks, you have spent multiple hours playing Tabletop Simulator on Steam. So I've got to ask, is it Blackjack, Texas Hold'em, Roulette? What game have you been playing? Oh, I'm trying to remember the game. Uh, it's... <laughs> You you know the creator of Adventure Time? He made this card game uh, really? where you like create these random spells and cast them. Do you know what it's called? I have no idea. I don't. And I only played it for like two hours, multiple hours here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so go look up Adventure Time, dude. He made a card game that I don't know what it's called. Hey, that's fine. Speaking of tabletop games, what is currently your favorite board game? 
it has to be Mansions of Madness. Uh, we've got second edition. It works extremely well with uh, with the app that you have either on a tablet or Steam. Uh, yeah, simply put, Mansions of Madness, fantastic. If not English, what is your dream job? My dream job? Um, I love to entertain people, frankly. Uh, if I could make money actually doing improv or some sort of comedy or even just streaming, I love that because, I don't know, I just love to watch people laugh and hear them laugh, hear them have fun. Love it. Are you usually late, early, or right on time? Uh, right on time. <laughs> Would you rather have lunch with Gandalf the Grey or dinner with Severus Snape? That's not fair. Oh, jeez. The thing is, I already feel like I know a lot about Gandalf. I'd go with Severus. I'd have a lot of questions. Yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah. Favorite video game genre? Uh, bad. I Well, bad, <laughs> uh, but honestly, I probably play more RPGs casually on my own. <sighs> yes. What's a food that most people like, but you dislike? Macaroni and cheese. Easily. What? Well, like, no, I know, right? I know. Like, if you've got bacon, then fantastic. Like, if, okay. if it's homemade, then I can deal with it. But Kraft mac and cheese pretty much makes me sick every time oh, I I'm think with you it. on that. Well, Kraft and, is and for the record, putting bacon in things fixes almost anything. Yeah, except, like, bananas. I don't know. Bananas oh. and bacon. Uh, ice cream. I do. Finally, it. who is, and I hope that you get this one right, your favorite mythological god or goddess? Oh, geez. Uh, I would probably lean towards Bacchus, but hey, we're talking about Athena today. <laughs> okay, there we go. There we, <laughs> there go. we go. All right. Caught the segue. Congratulations. <laughs> Round of applause for Brocentia. You aced the quiz. It is an honor to have you join us on this show. And without further ado, since you brought up, let's just go ahead and talk about the retro game of the week, Athena. Overview. Uh, Athena is a uh, video game that originally came out as an arcade title in 1986. That makes it close to 30, or no, exactly 30 years old now. Mm -hmm. uh, math is crazy. It's already 2016. Wait. It's an old game. Wow. Yeah. Is it 2017? Kenny doesn't know what year yes. it is. I don't know it's what year it is. February yeah. has snuck up on me. It is 31 years old, depending on when it came the in the cycle. Month. Irrelevant. Uh, it was ported eventually to the NES and a number of other systems. Uh, mm -hmm. We played the NES version of the game this week and is a... I mean, I guess it is a platforming game. Uh, has definitely a lot of the vibes of its original arcade roots. Uh, but also has lots of kind of RPG elements, which is actually a little bit unique. Uh, you sometimes will get games that will let you collect items or some of those kind of things, but that plays a very, very big role in this game. You're collecting uh, armor, headpieces, uh, shields, weapons, wings, rings, <laughs> money. Stuff you don't know what it uh, stuff does. Stuff that you don't even know what it does, and then your screen flashes weird, and you're hitting buttons, and you have no idea what's going on, because this game is wacky and not like any <laughs> other game I've ever played before. Yeah, that's uh, about right. Sum, sums it up, kind of just sort of 
chaotic. Oh, there's just a lot going on, you know. And when whenever you're playing, especially when you get to the third or fourth or fifth area, there are just items. As you guys were uh, critiquing earlier this week, items galore. And, you know, some are great. A lot of them just end up being terrible and, like, completely <laughs> ruining your life. Yeah, that's Athena. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible and completely ruining your life. I don't, I don't, know, if it, I don't know if it's yeah. Uh, put the quote up on the wall there. We'll uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll find out just how everybody really felt about this game as we get through it. But uh, to give you some context, story wise, Athena is a uh, is a princess who is quite spoiled and bored, and so she decides to um, I guess uh, look for an adventure. Finds a sure. door that is never supposed to be opened, mm-hmm. walks through that door, falls down to another fantasy universe. On the way, as she's falling, she falls out of her dress. As you do. And so you start this game as a princess in her skivvies with the ability to do nothing but kick stuff in a world that you don't know what it is and you run around Kicking things and collecting things and fighting your way back to uh, justice. Let me ask you, how many doors did you see when playing this game? Yeah, you're supposed to get all that story that Kenny just laid out in two seconds the- of her walking in Oh, hallway? no, that's complete, like, backstory I know, based but on... Like- it's yeah. just funny that that's the there's but actual after plot that there's there. no more door like as far as oh, I no. know there's no more doors. Oh no, you not just at walk all. into it, a little enclosed area. I don't think you even see a door on the first screen. Like there, no, there are no, no doors. No, I, it's it's just all kind of like precursor to the actual game itself. Forget cake. The door is a lie. And <laughs> and this isn't this isn't Athena from Greek mythology, right? Like it's just a girl I, named I think, after. I think inspired yeah, it's by that, not, but it's not supposed to be her. It's okay. not technically the same Athena, like even though it is in a mythological world and the right. enemies are named after mythological creatures, it's not her. Okay, okay. <laughs> Which, by the way, um, the amount of time that we've spent on this on talking about story is really uh, a lot more than the game itself gives us. <laughs> yeah, you pretty much um, just jump into the game. That's all yeah. sort of... Uh, like known backstory from I don't know booklets that came with a game or that the arcade tells you more than the NES version does. You really just start on a screen in a wonky looking world with this girl in a bikini and bright purple hair, and you gotta just run around and fight enemies that just like chase you incessantly and have really terrible oh. AI. And I mean that's that's the game in a nutshell. Pretty much. Uh, just so you know, the arcade version actually does have doors. Oh, very nice. So, yeah, and oh, when you get sense. to the end of the level, a door appears. Whereas in this one, you just sort of jump into space and then disappear. Right. I was wondering like, about doors that. are overrated. Yeah, you right. sort of go into that area and then it just goes. It, one of the many places where I, I feel like part of what made this game as notorious as it is, is that the port wasn't done especially well i feel like people who played the arcade tend to be like eh, kind of interesting good people who play the video game tend to be like eh, kind of interesting bad i don't know and maybe i'm over generalizing things i've seen i think you're being too kind on the arcade version <laughs> because you haven't played it uh, that's fair oh you played uh, absolutely. it absolutely yes i've played the arcade version i prefer the uh the nintendo version really so wow. I, i've got to ask because I've never, I had never played this game, nor had I even heard of it. I'm assuming that's the same for Nolan and Kenny. Yeah, I was completely in the dark. 
Yeah, you say notorious. I've, I mean, yeah, it's the bad. Fir- I've never played it in my life. Never heard of it in my life. The first thing I knew about this game was when we pulled it last week, and somebody put a, a screenshot in Discord of that opening menu, and had you know yeah. her <laughs> face and like the top half of her, and I'm like, She's what making- is this game gonna be? It is weird looking. <laughs> so, so bro, since you you mentioned earlier just a little bit uh, of kind of like an early experience with it. How in the world did you find this game? W- what was your connection to it? Why do you have a relationship with it? Can you just uh, expand there? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we on the Speed Demos Archive forums we had this. Uh, bad game exchange. Uh, PJ, if you know him, he plays a lot of bad games. He did Batman Forever at uh, AGDQ along with Clade. Um, anyways, he put together this bad game exchange where you had to beat a game and then send it to someone else. And I decided I'm going to be evil. I'll send the Wizard of Oz. Um, and I got Athena in the mail. And I was like, what is this? Uh, and I started playing it. And the the thing is, I really wanted to beat it uh, without using any manuals, without using any guides. Uh, but the more you get into it, the more you realize how much it just destroys you internally. Uh, I it, it took me about a year to finally beat it. And uh, I actually did have to end up using guides because there was just no way to do it any other way. Um, yeah. So a, a, a full year of playing it is... Uh, when I was finally able to be- just beat it. After that, uh, after playing it that long, I sort of had a good route for speedrunning. And there there were times where I'd play it about six hours straight, just trying to get a record for that. And wow. uh, it paid off, I guess. <laughs> I, I paid off. I would lose my mind, I feel like, trying to, to map out and beat this game. I guess, but... And we'll talk about it in gameplay, which we're about to move into that section. But yeah. I have got to, I've got to applaud you for for having the resolve to complete yeah, this that game. Is, that is tenacity. Oh my goodness! Let, let's let's move into the gameplay section because I, I would like to hear how we fared with the game this week, and then how you overcome, how you overcame kind of that initial experience with the game and said, you know what? This is a game worth figuring out how to complete very fast. I don't know if it was, but... <laughs> <laughs> sure, let's go to it. Gameplay. I'll just... I'll, I'll start with my ex- gameplay experience. All right. um, went into it with fear because of what Brosentia was telling us and what his viewers were telling us. Um, I knew something bad was going to happen. So <laughs> I get to playing, and within the first few seconds, I get this really, really great weapon. And then the rest of my experience playing the game is avoiding worse weapons. So they give you, it's the most frustrating thing. They give you this awesome weapon, and then it's like, don't pick up anything else until you get, like, what the beam sword's probably the best. I don't what know. What weapon the are you talking ones. about? The ball and chain the thing. Ball and chain, yeah, definitely. I like that one because it, I mean, you can stay kind of far away. I mean, the hitbox is bad on it. But, anyways, <laughs> I was dodging things that you're supposed to pick up more than I was, like, doing other stuff. I don't know. Yeah. That's yeah. such a frustrating addition to a platformer because usually it's the other way around. 
It is. And and most of the time when you add that variety of like weapons and things, in, in my mind, interest just goes way up. I love yeah. being able to customize my character to figure out what I'm picking up, why, when, you know, the the constant dilemma in games like Contra of, you know, which guns do you grab and when and why and what's your favorite it tends to add so much value in my mind to a game. And and this had some of that. Um <laughs> But, that, but, but but then there was the rest of the game. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, weapons just fall all over the place. And I think when it's a very first playthrough, it's like, okay, I want to learn what all of these do, you know, mm-hmm. how they help me. And then you realize sure. pretty much all of these are useless. Uh, mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's Ghost and Goblins rules where if you pick up a weapon, previous weapon is gone. Uh, so yep. there's no way of going back. So weapons, like if a crappy weapon just drops in front of you, you have to wait for it to disappear. Otherwise, there's a chance that you can't even beat the game. You might get softlocked yeah. right there just because there's a brick wall you have to break and you picked up a sword and you can't do it anymore. And you can't break yeah. a brick wall with a sword. And so Absolutely. What's, what's unbelievable is that some of these weapons can't accomplish what you need to do to to get past certain points so you have to you have to switch around the weapons but how in the world are you supposed to know without just trial and error trial and error trial and error and not only that sometimes you have to face bosses that can only be beaten by one weapon and there is nothing in the dang stage that tells you that that's the situation or the case you just uh, you have to either magically know it you have to look up a guide or bro since has to laugh at you feel pity on you and then tell you <laughs> oh i offered I I can imagine that makes speed running impossible. I mean, it's not because you've done it, but like you're in a run and it's you're on pace, and then oops, I picked up this crappy shovel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, uh, and that's yeah. when you hit reset. <laughs> as soon as you get a crappy pickup. Let me yep. ask this, Brosincha. Does do the items and weapons spawn in the same locations? I, I know they don't necessarily from the same enemies. I don't think because or in in one play at at, at the first stage in, in the world of force, I got the pink beating stick followed right away <laughs> by the blue beating stick. But other times, sometimes he doesn't drop the blue beating stick. Yeah, uh, enemy drops are random. You'll okay. pretty much you'll usually get the same set of items from enemies. Uh, however weapons in blocks and other items in blocks are always going to be the same so if you know at times you have to rely on enemy drops uh but usually you want to do that at a time when you have like a billion enemies coming at you and you can just slaughter them all and hope that you get a drop that you want uh yeah otherwise planning it out with where the blocks are and picking up the right items in the blocks is the way to go yeah yeah. All right. So correct me if I'm wrong. Go ahead. There are only three stages in this game, right? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> so um, I thought there For was most only three. people. <laughs> For most kind people. Kind of like Battletoads. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people don't see me on stage two, maybe three. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, so there are eight worlds. Now I think that's more correct around there. And the the difficulty increases very rapidly, so you're probably going to get through the first stage. Um, yes, it's 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 it might Eventually. it might take you just a little bit, uh, but a relatively easy introduction to the game Athena. And then the second stage immediately is just difficult. I, I, one of you guys mentioned it, but but enemies don't stop running at you, and there's no <laughs> end to their spawning that I know of. And there's no hit stun either, so you can get comboed to death. 
yeah. easily. And, and and I don't think that you can after you go past a certain point, kind of like in in some of the Mario's, you can't you can't go back. And so no. it's not like you can escape these these incessant uh, pool of enemies that are just coming after you, trying to murder you. Yep, uh, it only scrolls to the right. Uh, enemies just come after you like none other. And at you know when you get to level two, it almost becomes a puzzle platformer, is what I'd say. Uh, because the, the easiest way to get through there is, uh, just as soon as you can, okay, this is stupid, but Athena has two different levels for every level, for every level, you know, there's the upper and lower. Um, and once you figure that out, it helps because there are a lot of pits that you can fall down in the lower one that take you to the beginning of the stage for some reason. Who knows why? It treats it as a death, but you don't actually die. I don't know. Um, anyways, yeah, you jump down to the lower level. There's a set of wings hidden in a block. Pick that up. As long as you don't take enough damage, you can keep those and fly through part of the stage. And that, that's the easiest way to get through. Yeah. yeah. Wings oh, yeah. are amazing. Wings are wings are oh, yeah. saviors, um, especially I, especially in speed running, I guess, because you 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 can pretty successfully, at least in, in a couple of the stages, avoid the enemies for the most part. Well, uh, I mean, there's flying enemies. There's enemies that. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say know. it becomes most useful in World of Sky. But at that point, they're flying enemies. They're the stupid heads that float around and just, I don't know, ruin your day. Uh, and then the game forces you through different tunnels so that it, it, yeah they they don't really help uh yeah. they just help you get across pits and get across locations where you absolutely have to have them yeah. okay can you explain jump heights <laughs> please so yeah please. what I, were they I, thinking? I've, I've tested it a long time right inputs uh you know quick press long press <laughs> and i jump at the at random heights please don't tell me it's just random there has to be there. Ha- I mean, you have to be able to control the height of the jump, right? You can, and and okay. here's how. Okay, so yeah, the first time you play Athena, you're gonna be like, "Why do I jump weird heights?" But it's a cycle of three: short, long, short, long, tall, tall. or yeah. short, high, high, short, sure high, it high. Does uh, that make sense? However, it resets after a little time. So if you do two jumps you know, short, tall, and then wait a little while, it'll go back to short. So it's really easy to not realize that that's what it's doing. It took me a long time to figure that out. Uh, But yeah, cycle of three. And so you have to have a jump plan when you're going through the game. Yeah, Uh, that's even more (laughs) impressive. That makes the speed run even more unbelievable. It does. Once again, that's one of the things where the developers are sitting at a table and they're like, hey, let's give her a a short jump and a high jump. Hey, you know what? Let's let's put one extra high jump in there just for for kicks and giggles. Like I it doesn't it. I don't know why. Why not just have it correspond with how long you push the button? Absolutely. Or a double jump where it's a a normal jump, but then you have to, you know, add some skill or anything that makes sense. The like short into long just randomly and how much that can have an impact on your game was a terrible, terrible decision. <laughs> That's too easy. Yeah. So we've talked about it, uh, multiple weapons, multiple everything. Like, okay, so yeah. there are, I, I went back and counted afterwards. Uh, I, I found a list online. There are 13 weapons 
nine pieces of armor, 29 items that, that almost every single one of them are missable, and some of them you have to have to complete the game. Now, let's go back to the weapons, because I said 13, and if you've played this game, you might you might uh, have an argument with me, because I'm including the upgrades. I think yeah. there is a standard set of weapons, and then they can be, they can be upgraded. Mm -hmm. So... What I ended up using the most and actually loved, I had no idea what it was, but I, after looking online after the fact, uh, was this magical Frisbee. Uh, that's not what they call it. Um, but I think it was uh, the upgraded magic cane that threw a, a color Frisbee and would would keep going until it exits the stage and then blow yeah. up the blo all the blocks that it touches. That was what I used most and absolutely loved it. Mm -hmm. Beam sword. Beam sword all the way. Oh, I was... Yeah, I beam sword yeah. is my favorite. Uh, the yo-yo really? ball and chain, whatever you want to call it, uh, would be second. I, I I couldn't do the ball and chain because anytime enemies would get close to me, it just would not hit them. What the, the <laughs> way you do it? Okay, the way that you have to do it is you jump and attack pretty much right at the same time okay. that way you sure. don't lose your horizontal momentum and usually uh it seems like the ball and chain has a little bit of a hitbox behind you as well so a lot of the times enemies <laughs> will die so yeah it, timing you know timing's everything <laughs> kenny preferable weapon uh probably the probably the big like flaming sword is that what you're talking about with the beam sword nolan uh no, yeah, no. the beam travels across. Oh no, the no, no! Yeah, that that one, that the one that shoots. No, I like the big yeah. red one that just makes you feel like a boss. And it's but huge. but what happens if you use it too much, Kenny? Oh well, everything bad. <laughs> Your health depletes, <laughs> right? Because every swing you lose one health. Right. Oh yeah. It costs you. Yeah. Yeah, it costs but, you. Yeah, which is which is kind of interesting from a like design point as an idea, but totally not worth it in this game. Now, if there, it's really satisfying though if you happen to get it and there's a huge chunk of blocks to just go through and like demolish those blocks because normally going through and swinging your little like hammer or whatever it is, the little blue thing you get, and just <laughs> slowly pounding through yeah. those is so frustrating. Yeah, if you have the wings and there's like a lot of blocks. It's really fast to go underneath it and like just jump and like knock them out like Mario, instead oh, of yeah. swinging at them. You she know can what I mean? Do that too. Yeah. Although, although even that will like that'll even ruin your helmet, won't it? If you're hitting the blocks with your no. head enough times. Although enemies can re remove your armor upgrades when they gotcha. run into you, unless you collect what are called the mirrors, um, because those lower the probability that enemies will downgrade you. Right. Um, Wow. Oh, yeah, the this... complexity in this game. Is that even a mechanic or is that just an accident? <laughs> it feels like both. Here's the deal. I'm telling you, I love, love, love the idea of this game. <laughs> like when you're talking about all the things that can happen, like yeah. you got to collect these items and learn this stuff. And if you use one weapon, it happens at certain costs. Yeah. And even the, even like the, the idea of sort of making a game that feels more like an RPG, but is sort of platformed based is super intriguing to me. But despite all of that, this game was absolutely nuts. I Okay, so I agree. There are so many good things. I love the armor upgrades that visually you can see you go from, what is it, green armor to blue armor to gold armor? Yes. Like mm -hmm. you, you and, and not just one piece of armor. We're talking about head and chest and, and boots. You get a shield. Shoulders as well. Shield. Yeah. Shield. Like, I mean, that, that's awesome. And, and you can even have different 
colored pieces like and and you know you can you can tell you know this one's better than than the previous one and so that's really cool even the the multiple different weapons that you can use like a lot of these ideas are are intriguing and do sound good but there is something there's something about this game that and sure it's the it's the difficulty level but but part of it is is just the way that they created it that just makes it um i don't it's incompatible or, or <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to wrap my mind around it from around it from just a week of play but I, i'll i'll just i'll submit this uh, but like the the boss battles um <laughs> are so gimmicky like i feel like every single one of them to successfully win you have to gimmick like the tree in the first stage, can you beat it without a long range weapon? Uh yeah, you do in a speed run. What do you use? Uh I use the ball and chain. Uh Okay. So the way that you do it, and this is pretty much the only way, uh it, it's very important to note as you guys said, there are no invincibility periods except except when you're swinging a weapon. So what you do is you charge the tree, he's flailing his limbs, blah, 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 uh, and you jump and attack at the right time because that allows you to get forward momentum while being invincible through his limbs. Then you just stand right in front of his face and whack him. Okay. And it takes like one hit from the ball and chain, like literally one hit. Oh, wow. And then like the octopus, don't you just, you kind of like glitch into the floor behind him? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a, let's see, there's a flying creature that if you can get behind like a three headed dragon that he can't hit you at all. Is oh, that, that guy's easy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, like literally, he just shoots forward on one side of the screen and you can get behind him and like he doesn't yeah. turn around and attack you. You yeah. just whack, whack, whack. But they're still hard if you don't know those things. Yeah, no, they're terrible. I, I think that, I think that it comes down to for me that within the game outside of some of those things where they could have changed some of the mechanics of the bosses and stuff i think i think what it comes down to is uh, games are good when when somehow they explain within the game itself what to do and how to do and i feel like this game just places you in a world and is like good luck yeah and and you you have no and i don't want anything to hold my hand i'm not asking that but but i want (laughs) some kind of explanation i want some kind of especially when stuff is required yeah. Like, especially when it's like, you need to have this to progress. The fact that you have a game that you can literally have a moment where if you do something wrong, you just can't progress anymore. You find yourself with a weapon against a wall and you can't break the wall and game over, but without dying is just terrible, terrible <laughs> design. Yeah. We haven't even talked about the biggest BS because I, I, I think that it would shock you. Oh, great. Um, yeah, let, let's go ahead. Well, I mean, <laughs> you, you know, some of the, some of the BS, uh, so stage five world of ice, you get there. Uh, what weapon do you have to use to kill the boss? Yeah. The bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even want to talk about it. This is, this is the most <laughs> maddening thing. Is that the right one? Are we talking about the same stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're on the right stage the, there. The, this is the one that ended me. Um, even after I found out, so there's nothing that would tell you that, right? Nothing in the game. No, absolutely nothing. It, and 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 so even after so I tried to fight this boss so many times and 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 there's no damage indicator on these bosses. 
on then, anything so, in the game. So you don't know you don't know if you're doing damage, and, and so I just assume I'm doing damage. About 15, 20 minutes later, I'm like, I don't think this is working. <laughs> and, and so I started the stage over thinking, okay, weird glitch. I'm playing Athena. I get to the boss again, <laughs> and, and, and it doesn't work. I look up later and find out you only the bow and arrow, for some reason, kills this creature. But the thing that is unbelievable is to get to this creature you have to, at least a little bit before, you have to break blocks, which you cannot do with a bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> and so even if you manage to keep a bow and arrow up until the point of trying to get to the boss, then you are stuck because you cannot get to him. So I don't- So, so what's I, the solution? Bro? After you break <laughs> through the blocks, there is a, there, there is a block extremely high up that if you break through it, there's a bow and arrow there. So right, right. before the boss, right. there is a bow and arrow. Why wouldn't there be? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but that's not the biggest BS, okay? Because <laughs> Okay, okay, what is it? That boss drops what's called Pandora's box, which you wouldn't know just looking at it. We always called okay. it the tackle box, like you were going fishing and you grabbed the tackle box. Next stage uh, is terrible because... If you fall at all, you go into a river section, and it's literally impossible to get out of there. You have to die if you fall in there. The river sticks is what they call it because it's the world of hell. Uh, right. But oh. if you die, what happens to all your items? You lose them. You lose them, yes. So when you get to the boss, uh, you have to have the Pandora's box in order to beat him. However... If you die, you lose it. And so there, at that point, you have to reset the game. Literally the entire game. game is unbeatable. Yes, it's unbeatable at that time. But I don't even know if that's the biggest BS because uh, <laughs> then there's a key that you have to pick up that takes you to a place that's called the World of Labyrinth. You go through there, and at that point, and game, of course, doesn't tell you. You have to find this harp. However, there's Stop. also a fake harp Stop. in that stage. <laughs> So you have to find the right harp, not the evil harp. Uh, otherwise, you ha you can go through the upcoming boss rush. Yes, there's a boss rush, of course. Um, and then get to the final boss and just not be able to deal any damage if you don't have the right harp. No. But you know what's some extra BS? So the Pandora's box that drops. Yes. All the bosses before him drop crappy items. Yes. That I picked up on accident. Like, the, the boss should drop really cool stuff. They, yeah, no. They they train you to dodge these crap items that drop, and then you need this item to beat the game. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, to, so just to beat one boss. And <laughs> can, I, can, I just add, can I just add one other thing? Because there's no inventory, right? Like if you, you hit know. select, you can see your inventory. Oh. Really, I, I hit select and it was just a black screen. <laughs> so well, sometimes I, it's a black screen and sometimes it's your inventory. <laughs> oh my like, god! I don't know. It doesn't seem Come reliable. On. Does it have the Does it have the item names in that inventory? No. Why would uh, it? Well, so it just has <laughs> the images. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's not going to help you. You know what like, they You know what they're doing. Clearly, you can give them your own names. Where's your imagination? Stick and yellow pointy and right. Like, it, you don't go into your inventory and it says, you need this item to be this guy. It oh, just no. has a picture. It just has pictures of the items that you currently have. No. 
Yeah. Do- doesn't make any sense. Okay, so so this is the gameplay. This is this is how you play the game and what our experiences were with this game. Now I, I think it would be uh, appropriate for us to actually talk about the agedness of this game <laughs> and with every with everything that we presented to you thus far, does it hold up to today's standards? Aged. I want to hear your opinions. Go for it, Nolan. All right. It's for me it's not always does it hold up to today's standards. It's like did I have fun? I mean, yes, I can compare it to advancements in game design. Uh so I'm not going first. <laughs> okay, well I'll jump in. No one has no idea his opinion on this game. Yes, I the, do. I just don't know how to word it. This game for me has been the biggest like disparity yet of what we've played of me wow. wanting to like a game. Versus not being able to stand that game at all. There's lots of <laughs> wow. games we play and they're just bad or we don't like them for whatever reason. Like, I'll never touch a Jurassic Park title again, ever. Uh, you know, among any number of other games that we played that are just bad. But this one, there were so many elements that, like, intrigued me and I wanted it to be cool. And all those RPG elements, having to find a certain weapon is great if you're told that, if it's available. Uh, you know, right. having. Having areas that like you fall in and it's very bad for your character and you have to learn that, that's cool, but totally ruining your gameplay, not so much. Mechanically, like you do some interesting things, but why weird three jumps? Why are the hitboxes the way that there's just so many things that it's like I want it to be good and it's not. And so it was really, really frustrating for me. In terms of like how it aged, it's not great. Like the controls are sometimes frustrating. The mechanics are sometimes frustrating. The, the AI on the creatures is, is really hard to wrap your head around and deal with. And that's frustrating. So I don't know, like, but games are allowed to be frustrating. So I was, I was just torn. It feels retro. It feels like it ought to be good. Uh, but then it misses the mark on all of those fronts. And like you pick it up and just want to bash your head into the wall. And that is not a timeless gaming. Um, All right. Experience. I'm stepping in. Stop. So a- agedness is not about whether it's good or not. It, it's it, we're t- we're talking about age specifically here. And so well, I know. let me say. So music is not bad for me. The music was not bad. Each stage what? has. Uh, hold on. It was piercing. It was piercing. <laughs> but, like but not bad. my ears started bleeding when I first started listening. But each stage has a different theme and. and, and and it goes with like with the concept of the stage. I, I don't know. I, I I thought the music after you get through how how piercing it is, it's enjoyable. I could handle it. The stages it. were, for the most part, thoroughly different as far as I could tell. I didn't get. I didn't get. I only got like about halfway through this game, so I don't know. But but the stages and the coloring and the artwork are different. There are a slew of enemies, which is annoying and frustrating, but also that's well thought out. I mean, they they. They, they each have their own unique uh, uh, look with with their own unique amounts of health. And, and so all of those things, I feel like that ages well. But then, like you were saying, Kenny, the mechanics and the inner workings of this game are surprisingly bad. You'll be playing at times and then uh, pixels will just disappear. Uh, you can, I, I think, and I wonder if you use this Brocentia in your speed runs because I, I found that I was able to, and I don't even know what I did, but at times um, kind of despawn enemies from the screen yeah 
Okay. And, and, uh, and so some of that, yeah. and, and then the, and then the boss fights, um, are, are obviously just not well thought out or planned. I I'm with you, Kenny. There's a lot of, pr- a lot of promise to this game and a lot of, um, a lot of things that are like, you know, this could be good. And then, and then something just doesn't quite connect. Yeah. We see a lot of games where it's like these developers weren't even trying and it's just bad here. It feels like they swung for the fences. Like, I feel like there was like heart and love and soul put into this game, but they were like drunk at the time or something. I don't know. Cause like they, it was a swing, but a swing and a miss. And yeah. it just, it's not like any other game I've ever played. And so I don't I think, even know words. I think it may have been a foul ball. Like I think they hit it, hit it. It was a swing and they hit it. And it was like, a it was ball. a foul ball that like hit somebody sitting there <laughs> that was playing on their phone in the head yeah. and they had to go to the hospital. Like that's okay. the kind of game it is. And it was a little girl, a little kid. Wow. <laughs> Poor little kid. Dark. All, all of the above, it's it's frustrating. And when a game is that frustrating, I have to question its purpose in the beginning, like when it was even popular, if this was popular. But the year it came out, what were they thinking making people go through this? So like, that's why it doesn't hold up for me because I can't play it and find any enjoyment out of it. I agree with you. I think that the idea... Uh, I think that this idea has a lot of potential and it could have been something maybe if it was made a few years later by different people. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just like the choices they made make this game impossible to... Actually, I can't say that because Bro Central might enjoy it. I mean, he speedruns it, but I can't enjoy the game, so uh, it's just not... You, you have to put that much time to even getting to that point, and so... Yeah, it's fair if you can get you there, but for someone to like pick it up and just play it and be like, oh, this is a great yeah, game, is sure. going to be a really, really cool. There, there was a reason that what got him into this game was, hey, here's a bad game, have yeah. fun dealing with it, you know? <laughs> that's true, that's true. Here, here are my thoughts on this, okay? This was originally an arcade game, which I, I actually think the arcade game is more difficult. Once you learn the NES mechanics you can deal with most of the BS that's thrown. Uh, But the thing is, you know, the arcade game was actually fairly popular over in Japan. Uh, And what I'm guessing happened is that they're like, hey, here's a game that people enjoy playing. Let's go ahead and make a way for them to take it home. So they they just took some an idea that worked okay in the arcade and were like, let's try to cram all of this into a game that doesn't have as much memory, just cannot fit enough. Uh, and there you go. So people who were taking this game home with them to play it, who knew the arcade game would probably know most of how it works, but everybody else, it's not meant for somebody who has not played the arcade game, simply put. And even people who played the arcade game would be like, this is kind of really crappy comparatively. (laughs) So I I would say that just the original intention of the game itself, the, the reason it exists alone it shows how terribly it's aged because nobody has played the arcade game nobody would know the mechanics uh the music i argue the music sucks okay i'm in your Uh, camp on this one too especially world (laughs) three okay world of sea sea world Sea World. Sea World. Sea World. Yeah, the worst. Shamu going through. I can't listen. I cannot. Water levels are always bad, and then you add terrible music on top of it, and you just want to like punch yourself in the face. Well, the and the. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm Kanye West and you. But you start the game. I 
took my headphones off. Yeah, no, yeah, it hurts. It hurt. <laughs> you should go listen to the arcade version now, okay? Like, like when you get the chance, because the music is so much better. They just wow. took that music, and unfortunately, it doesn't seem like they tweaked the Nintendo instruments at all. You know, you can make mm-hmm. it sound good on the Nintendo, but they didn't. The final shell shock. So... Uh, in our Twitch chat, self-destruct system actually said uh, kind of what, what you were saying, Brosentia. Athena was super popular in Japan. The sequel, Athena, was number one in 1987 polls, and she even had her own theme song. So mm-hmm. this this connected to an audience, believe it also, or not. Also, I think she was in like later fighting games that were developed by SNK. There were Is two that Athenas. Uh, SNK had two Athenas, like legit. Uh, uh-huh. So I, I do know that this Athena does appear occasionally, but usually it's the other Athena. Gotcha. Okay. Well, regardless of <laughs> what uh, Japan thought, <laughs> what what did we think? Uh, is this game good enough for our viewers to go out and find a copy and play because they'll find some kind of enjoyment of it? Or is it a game that they should stray away from? If they're curious, watch Brosinch's speed run. They should do that anyways. Uh, but but they don't have to play the game uh, for nostalgia or any other kind of value. Um, let's let's just allow our guests to go first. Brosinch, what do you think? And do you give this game your vote for New Game Plus status? I would say that th- this game is an experience. If you've never really like played a game that has been absolutely terrible, it's a really good game to get into. I, I feel like that's really valuable, though, because, yeah. you know, we have good games. We have mediocre games. But when you have a game that like absolutely is painful, it's it, it for me, it's a huge accomplishment to be able to get through and beat one of those crappy games. And, absolutely. you know, uh, so I, I would say that. It may be worth it if you if you really want to see how bad Nintendo games can get. Go ahead and play it. But otherwise, I'd say it pretty much has no value. All right, fair enough. So uh, that's one no. By the way, it's got <laughs> to have the majority uh, to re- majority vote to receive New Game Plus status. Uh, let's just go down the line, Kenny. You want to offer your thoughts? Yeah. So I I've tried to be real positive about this game. You know, I always do and look for the intriguing things. And I still think that there's tons of potential here. But the game is so weird, it doesn't really feel like an NES title, it doesn't really feel like an arcade title, it doesn't really feel like a platformer, though it is, it doesn't really feel like an RPG, it's just a really confused game, and it makes playing it really confusing, and then is just awkward on top of that. And so, though I have argued lots of times from that exact same argument that Brosincha just made of like, this game is so bad it needs to be experienced... Or like it's, you know, iconically bad and go check it out because you'll be glad you did for that sake. I can't even get behind that argument on this one. Uh, (laughs) It's fun to know, you know, that it exists and about it and like definitely hop online and, you know, watch somebody else that's better than you are play it. And uh, then you'll think it's easy and think we're wrong. Uh, But if you play this game, you're going to just be frustrated and that's not something I'm looking for most of the time in my game. So no new game plus status for me. Nolan. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I straight to the. I'll point. just say that it's um, I, I think it's a game no one knows about for a reason, and uh, it, it probably should not be 
be played by someone who plays games today. All right. Somewhat fair. I think a lot of people know about it, just we didn't know about it. And well, yeah, we're definitely not the most knowledgeable. I mean, the people in Japan people. know about it. <laughs> um, I would be a mean, mean person if I convinced any of you to play this game because, hey, it's a great game and you'll enjoy it. Uh, like, I, I, I don't think any of us would, would say that or go that far. I honestly do think that it has some charm, like like I mentioned earlier. It, it's like it's not Bible Adventures, which, bro, since I know you speed run that one, too. I've got the baby Moses world record. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Awesome. We played that game on our podcast. We played that game on our we podcast, did. and it doesn't have charm. I mean, it's like... No, it's just awkward. Wait, that game doesn't have charm? You can throw I, baby Moses in the water. <laughs> You can, <laughs> and even isn't that a part of the speedrunning strategy? Stack your animals. Like? Well, you you can you can glitch yourself through the river uh, and there just run go. through it. But yeah, that, there we go. That's I, I think fun. I think that Athena, on the other hand, has character, has individuality, um, but mechanically and structurally structurally it's just rough and uh and i I gotta agree with these other guys that it's it's not a game that i would encourage you to play i i would encourage you however to go and find either on youtube or or twitch youtube especially if you type in brosentia athena speedrun you're gonna find uh, at least one if not multiple um tries of of brosentia going through this game extremely fast and it's i've watched some of it i wanted to reserve the rest of my viewing for for post gameplay and post podcast cast um, so that it wouldn't skew my my thoughts and my experience this week but go and find that and watch that because it's 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 promised to be super entertaining and interesting yeah it is it's definitely an intriguing game to speed run like it may not be an intriguing game for a general audience and to go play but i think it's a super fun one and super neat that you got like hooked on beating it and were able to do that it's a cool accomplishment and now that all our viewers know just how difficult and frustrating this game is when they see you load up and beat the whole game in like just over 22 impressive. minutes flat and make it look really easy. Uh, but then they know without having experienced themselves just how frustrating it could have been to not do it at that level uh, just makes it really, really super impressive. So, Yeah, there, there's, there, there's a lot of knowledge that goes into learning a game and how to get through it. And sure. I, I think that once you learn the mechanics and how things work, it becomes a lot easier. But yeah, try playing it the first time and then just say, never mind. (laughs) Then you realize it's a really steep learning curve and that they don't hold your hand and that you're just, you know, either looking up guides or bashing your face into it repeatedly for a year, you know, in in your case. And it just... Well, we did have a few of our viewers play along with us this week, and they sent in their thoughts and commentary. They, a few of us, a few of them emailed us at ngppodcast at gmail.com. Jan said, hi, NGP. Hi, Brosentia. This game hi, is Jan. weird. It's quite buggy or badly executed or both. At first, I thought it would be fun to try to beat it, but I kept dying and all the quirks started to annoy me. Early in the game, you get the golf club from a baddie and when you swing near enemies with that thing, they die when you're still just a few pixels away from them. You can collect some gear in the first levels and while you, and after a while, you can shoot lasers from your eyes. Sometimes you do a low jump, sometimes a high jump, all kinds of weird stuff. I wanted to see if the original arcade version was better, is just as bad. I read somewhere that Brosentia finishes lots of bad games. If that is the case, I admire your perseverance. <laughs> yeah, this is this is one of the worst games that I've. <laughs> I don't know if it would be the. No, I don't know. 
<laughs> if you if you had to say, because you've you've been one who speedruns games and games that are notoriously bad, if there was one game that you had to say was the worst video game you've ever played, what would it be? Oh, geez, uh, it, it would probably be a bootleg game uh, on the Super Fifteen in One cart, either Pink Jelly. Or Hummer, which is a Sonic bootleg game for the Nintendo. Oh, yes. BR, be right back. I'm going to Google that. Yeah. Pink Jelly <laughs> is really, really boring. Don't even look at it. But Hummer for the Nintendo. Hummer. Yeah. And it's a Sonic ripoff? It, it's a Sonic ripoff. Yeah. They, they, I would love to and see that. They tried to make this mascot. I don't know why. This Chinese company tried to make a mascot. And it's this bull character named Hummer. I don't know. Anytime um, companies are like, let's make something really iconic and it's going to be our yeah, franchise, it almost it always fails. goes terribly. The Noid. Yeah, and when a bootleg company does that, right. it's even better. Yeah. It's just multiplied times awfulness. Bradley, one of our producers sent another email. First off, I have to say GG to Brosentia. I knew he wouldn't have offered to buy me a Steam game for beating Athena <laughs> if there was a snowball's chance in the world of hell of actually beating it blind. <laughs> I gave it my yeah. best shot, though, and made it through the world of Sky before my patience ran out. But anyways, this game sucks. The mechanics just seem broken at many points. Like, why don't I do any damage when the enemies are too close to me? I probably don't have much to say that hasn't already been said. So what I will say is, why do the merman enemies in the world of Sea drop bows and arrows? They're underwater, and they don't even use bows and arrows <laughs> themselves. I feel like the devs were trolling when they made that level because they knew that you couldn't use the bows to break the blocks and progress. Maybe they were just trolling when they were making this whole game. I had fun trying to beat the game for a challenge, but if Brosentia hadn't issued the challenge to me, I know I wouldn't have made it through the first stage because the game itself just isn't fun at all. It's challenging, but in all the wrong ways. Looking forward to hopefully playing a better game next week. Brosentia, I saw this conversation happening and... You wouldn't have offered that if you were just confident. You knew he wouldn't get past that, did you? Well, I, I said he needed to get past the world of hell without a guide, which is technically possible. Um, technically. Yeah, I, I didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah, but and in a week's time... I think you need longer just, than a week. Yeah. If you dedicated like your entire existence to figuring out the game and playing through it over a week, possibly. But uh, beyond that... Mm -mm. Let me just say, my favorite thing is that I told him he could use save states, uh, and the the bad thing about that is that if you get to World of Hell and go through it and die once and then use a save state after, it becomes unwinnable. He would be right. trying over and over and over again. So that save states are almost a trap in this case. Yeah. Like, they can honestly, be a little bit of a crutch. But. I think starting over uh, with the game is usually easier than using a save state. Wow. Um, yeah, so, yeah, sorry. If you're listening to this, I did that just to troll you. No, that's good. I, I, like, I would feel comfortable issuing the same challenge to someone with the same reward. Like, if they're going sure. to be honest enough and not use in, in a guide and, and just kind of do it blind, I do not think that in a week they're going to do that. You know, 99% uh, you know, possibility that they would not be able to succeed in that. Yeah. So, I love that Bradley tried, yeah. though. I think that's yeah. so oh, funny. That's so I watched cool. him. Yeah. I watched a little bit too. That was great. Yeah. All right. One last email from uh, our other producer, Zion. He said, just finished my last run at this game and I'm done. I could not finish. So I just watched a playthrough. It's much easier that way. <laughs> the game, 
The game was not bad, but it was hard and repetitive. The playthrough made it look easy, but it is not easy. I played this game when I was younger, but it just didn't have the appeal that I needed. I did enjoy Dustin's first play. One thing I really enjoy also is the Discord. The other fans of the podcast are a great bunch of people to get to know. Which, yeah, I guess that's two things that we we didn't mention. I, I did a first play this week that's up on our YouTube channel that you'll be able to find the link to in our social media sites. Uh, just kind of a first, you know, I, I think it was seven or eight minutes of my experience with Athena. And then also our Discord channel. Yeah, that first play was really funny, by the way. Uh, <laughs> because you just look confused the whole time. It's like, what is even going on? Yeah, that look never faded. Process. I mean, that's how I played the game. <laughs> So And uh, Zion's right, we love connecting with you guys throughout the week, and so those of you who uh, listen or listen and email us or listen and play along or listen and hop on our Discord channel and connect with us, however you interact, we definitely appreciate it, but love hearing from you guys, and uh, uh, as always, send us new game suggestions, we love expanding that list, send us emails as you're playing along, hit us up in Discord, and we'd love to connect you with you guys throughout the week as we play these games. Yeah. Our social media sites, Facebook and Twitter are just slash NGP podcast. Uh, you can listen to us directly on Stitcher, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Music, any other podcast provider. Make sure that you are subscribed on whatever you're listening to us on so that you can be the first to get NGP episodes. And if you'd like some behind the scenes action, if you would like to get some of our uh, extra bonus content early, uh, then you can always visit and support us on Patreon patreon.com slash ngp podcast and then our discord as we've already mentioned all of those links can be found on through our social media but other than that it's uh it's our time to randomize a new game so at the Yikes. at the end of each episode we randomly select our new retro game that we're going to be playing uh, from okay. our retro master list which this is incomplete and bro do you have we, we typically ask this is there a game you don't have to look at the list now but a game that you think is it, it, that we should play as a part of this podcast because it's either good or terrible that is 15 years old or older any system what's a game that comes to mind you know, uh, someone actually brought it up in chat. This is a game that is bad. It was made by Bethesda uh, back in the 80s, and it's oh, called okay. Home Alone. Uh, but I feel like this, compared to Athena, where it was miserable, I feel like Home Alone overall ends up being a positive experience. So I would recommend Home Alone for the NES. And this is not the one based off of movie? Uh, it is based off of the movie. Uh, I guess this wouldn't spoil it too much. You have to survive a certain amount of time without getting caught. Okay. Um, okay. We, we played, played a, Home a Home Alone game. I don't know it's if it's not that the same one. one. No, and no, no. I, don't, I, I don't think it is. Yeah, um, you're just in Kevin McAllister's house trying to get away from the wet bandits. That That's okay. the main point. Okay. And I I really enjoy it. It's bad, but it's enjoyable bad. Interesting. We'll add it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll add it. On the list. We'll add it to the list. And in the meantime, we will randomly select our next game that we're going to be playing for the next seven days, and it is a nineteen ninety seven title for the Nintendo sixty four. Interesting. I like it. It is a snowboarding video game called Snowboard Kids. <laughs> I love I take it this back. game. I've never played I it. Take it back. I've never love played it either. Game. There was huge hype around snowboarding games back in the day, like Nintendo oh, yeah. 64 era, and I never got into it. We'll have to see if this one can convince me. But even back in the day, Mary Kate and Ashley had a 
video game that had snowboarding in it. Uh, Which we yeah, should I add. know. I would know that, but we're adding that. We're to adding the list. that to the list. <laughs> okay, Mary Kate and Ashley Magical Mystery Mall. That's all you need to know for PS One. Yes, that's awesome. Um, but in the meantime, we're going to be playing Snowboard Kids. So find a copy and play with us this week, uh, Bro Cincia, How can our viewers uh, keep up with all that you're doing? What games are you playing right now? What's your social media sites? Just let them know a little bit about that. Sounds good. Uh, I'm on Twitter. If you look up at Brosentia, you'll find me. Uh, I'm I post regularly there. I also stream at twitch.tv slash Brosentia. Right now, well, later today, I do a bad video game tournament. I'm putting, you know, I match people up against each other to blind race through a game that they never played before. And so, uh, you know, I've got about six hours of that going on later today. Uh, so follow me at twitch.tv slash brosentia. Um, I'm also speedrunning Little Nemo the Dream Master, which is a super good game for the Nintendo. Is it? Um, yes. Okay. It's legit one of my favorite games from my childhood. Oh, um, awesome. Oh, awesome. Add it to your list, list, okay? Well, add it sure. to your list. Okay. It's so good. Will do. The music, uh, the gameplay. Yeah. Fantastic. Love it. Love it. Well, make sure, guys, that you that you find and follow Brosentia. Uh, thank him for coming on the show because we really are uh, so so thankful that you took some time Absolutely. out of your morning to come and join us to talk about this special game, dude. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate it. It's been great. It's been great. We want to uh, give a special thanks to our two producers, Bradley and Zion. You guys played along with us this week. You hung out with us in uh, in our Discord channel, as well as you just support us and make everything that we do possible, as well as all of our other patrons. Uh, guys, thank you so, so much. Everyone, join us next week as we play Snowboard Kids. Until then, I'm still Dustin. I'm Kenny. I'm Nolan. And that's Brosentia. Yeah. <laughs> And this has been New Game Plus.